You have been invited here to see for yourselves one of the most amazing events in the annals of scientific history. Welcome to my world. Robert, what are you doing? That's what I'm wondering about. Did he just jump off the couch? Yeah, don't be jumping off furniture. You're gonna knock over a lamp. Geez, you turn your back for a second, and the kids are like hanging on the ceiling. Yeah, but you can bust your bouncing head. Bouncing off the walls. What would happen if your foot slipped off the edge of that and you went forward and bashed your head on that amp over you there? You could cut your head. Bang, you're, you're out cold. <laughs> you're gonna end up in traction. Hi, this is Hazel from Animo, and you're listening to Swagcast with your hosts Kevin and Bob. Welcome to the party! Wow, welcome wow, back, back, Bobby. Number 16. Hey, all right. Kevin. <laughs> she was one. only 16. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> I, I can't. So, hey, uh, Boy, welcome man, back. I mean, it seems little... like it has been so long since we have sat hello, here. But hello, what, hello. it's only been, what, 14 days? Yeah, it's been a couple weeks. So did you miss me while I was in Cali? A tiny bit, not much. You must have. Why? Because as soon as I, were, I came back, you were like, dude, I got to introduce you to Herb. Oh, Herb Kurt Street? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? <clears throat> it's amazing. What really is amazing to me about the Herb Kurt Street... Which is? He sounds almost exactly like me. Mm-mm. No way. But his voice is close to mine. No. It resembles... I think you need to listen to it again. It doesn't well, sound at all like Well, when you listen to it, I think it sounds like me a little all bit. All right. I'll, I'll listen to it again and all see. Right. I don't know. That's what I thought. Where did we find those clips? They showed up in an envelope. It's good, though, for the show, I think. What show are we on? 16? Yeah, apparently so. 16, okay. So whenever I was down in Cali, I yeah, actually me. met somebody who uh, I'm going to be playing on the show Juan Carlos. I'm not going to play them right now. On another show. Later. Yeah. Oh, Juan Carlos. Okay, okay. Sounds really good. I think parts of it sound like Radiohead in their more mellow phases. Okay. So we'll give him so a we'll listen. So we'll get to check it out. Yeah, and I also met another band, Veritas. So they've got some, some uh, high power stuff. Yeah, like yeah. what? Um, like a uh, almost like a a metal edge yeah. to it, like a a heavy okay. metal edge, but a fast like punk metal edge. If you know what I mean. Do you want me to bring it in and play you a sample? You no, got speakers we'll just play I can it plug on in. The show here. Nah, we we we've got other things. We've got De La Vega, we've got Fourth Quarter, and uh, we have Dread Days that we've got to play. So it's kind of a reggae show. Yeah, put it's going to be a little little something different. Kevin's something show, for the kids. A little madness he threw together <laughs> yeah, he's so, like taking over he's like executive producer now he just comes over with his point two font here's the show dude something uh, seems to be troubling you uh won't you tell us all about it some fair i want to renegotiate my contract all right but really you I mean, never we're had using any. my studio and i you know Thanks. all of a sudden i'm like i'm just i don't feel that way i'm like oh it's okay bobby <laughs> <laughs> you're giving me the back seat of the show man because you're rambling on and on <laughs> and on, and I never get a word in anymore. Well, here you go. Here's I need your a word. monologue. Here's your word. Word. <laughs> Up. <laughs> the Good word. word is, Herb's got a word for us. Let's take it down to Herb. Yeah. This is Herb Kurt Street. You're on the Spot Reporter, exclusively here on the Schwagcast. A seal bit off a South African woman's nose as she was attempting to help the animal back into the sea. The woman's nose was found, but surgeons were unable to reattach it. This is Herb Kurt Street. You're on the Spot Reporter, 
exclusively here on the Schwagcast. Wow, can you believe that, uh, <laughs> the that seal? seal? <laughs> the, the doctors couldn't do anything? Obviously not. I wonder where Herb heard that. I have no idea. See, didn't he sound like me? No. You don't think so? No, I don't I think did. so. I did. I think he sounded like me. Mm-mm. I think you're way off. Oh, all right. I'm not sure what it is. Anyways, so what are we going to play first, Kev? Well, we're going to play De La Vega. De La Vega? So they, they formed at some point. At some point. That's important. Yeah. Um, th- this album we're going to play is from 2004, and these guys have been like played all over the place. They've okay. been played on Xbox 360. Really? Game Amped 3. Ant 3? Amped. A-M-P-E-D, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, they've been all over the place. They've had over 100 pod plays. They have been on uh, airlines. Frontier Airlines has picked up a video really? of theirs called That's One cool. Dope Ride. And they play that video on the in on the, the airlines. <laughs> While you're know. landing. <laughs> it makes you feel better, I guess. Makes you a little... <laughs> it relaxes yeah. you. And they pump extra oxygen into the <laughs> chamber. So yeah. you just kind of chill yeah. for landing. That's what they do. They actually played on the (laughs) (laughs) Warped. They played on the Warped Tour 2004 with uh, Sum 41, Lost Profits, and Ubastank, which I think they kind of sound like Ubastank. You know what? Let's give them a listen. This is 2020 2020. by De La Vega from their Innovation album. Check it out here on the Schwagcast. (laughs) Funky one.
here to promote individuality definitely, definitely. We're here to promote individuality definitely, definitely. We're here to promote individuality definitely, definitely. We're here to promote individuality. That was 2020 by De La Vega. From Innovation. Yeah, that was kind of... What'd you think? Kind of uh, funky, groovy, a little bit mellow. Nice vibe, huh? You like it? Did you like it? Make me want to like play hacky sack kind of a tune. <laughs> okay. A man your age should not be playing hacky Why? sack. I can play hacky sack. No, there's, that's a man rule. Uh, I, I was down in Texas and this bar had man rules, like things that men should never do. There was like 101 of them. And one of the ones that I caught in bold is anybody over 29 should not be playing hacky sack. Why? It's a rule. So you can't play either? I can't. Don't you think that's a silly rule? I think it is. You're, you're perfectly capable to play hacky sack, as right. am I. You're right, that is silly. I abolish that rule. Yeah, it's gone. Let's take a vote. All those in favor of abolishing, yeah. say aye. 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 It's gone. So anyways, we should play, we've played some hacky sack before, and we've had some good... We have. We we've had, had some, some good, good hacks. hacks. You know what, but we should be playing volleyball rather than hacky sack. And then sack. Jerry came in and played a little, and the, hacks, Just could not, the hack could, average could went down never real get quick. past the <laughs> don't serve to yourself. I don't know. Someday it, uh, you know. Yeah. What do you got? So uh, well, um, I just want to say Della yang, Vega yang, 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 is yang, yang, primarily yang, yang. made up of four members. Four members: uh, Q, Luke, Brent, and Pete. Uh, they do play with some other Q, guys. Q, Luke, Brent, and Pete. Q, Q, Luke, Luke Brent, Brent, and Pete. And Pete. Okay. And uh, they recently just got finished with a tour with the presidents of the United States of America. Really? For real? <laughs> yes. Wow! Yeah. Impressive. Absolutely. Well, I told you they've been. Playing with nice. Stank, some forty-one yeah. lost profits. Are they gonna listen to the show? No, they won't have time. They don't know about the show. They are way too busy. They're recording. They might tracks listen to right show. now. So if, hey, if Q, Luke, Brent, and Pete, if you're listening to the show, hey, hey Pete, good job. Yeah, uh, there's. They have another track on the Potsate Music Network that reminds me of Days of the New. Do you okay. know? Do you know? No, I'm not sure. Okay, well, there, there's definitely like that guitar, like that strum. <clears throat> Guitar. If there's a band that I'm not familiar with, mm-hmm. you'll probably know them. Okay. As you always do, you always put me on the spot. Okay. You like throw out an obscure. Well, band you know Violent me. Femmes. Yeah. No, well, yeah. I mean, of them, but I mean, yeah, I know. Well, you In know R.E.M. Yeah. Okay. Obviously. Well, not so right. obvious. I would oh, think please. Violent Femmes would be. I said I know of them. I'm okay. not. You know, I was never really into them. The I mean, Dirges. I, I know their style of music. Right on. Me too. I like their style of music. You know. And and that's why I like the Bafali. I'm just here to hold the show into somewhat of a cohesive format. Well, let's do what would without make you Without letting you just go then. crazy. Well, isn't that special? <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Nicely done. Okay. Now, what were we talking about? We were just talking about De La Vega. 
Ah, kind of a low funky groove. Good stuff, guys. Good Appreciate stuff. it. I still have my uh, multicolored Christmas lights yeah, up, and I'm going to leave them up. Them up. Yeah, I like them. You definitely like should them. leave them up. If it was up to me, I'd shut the light off and just have the Christmas lights and the studio lights going, but you can't. Yeah, you know what? I just got freaked out <laughs> earlier today. Where I was I, wondering I, what you were doing over there. You were all like <laughs> grabbing your scalp and stuff. What's going on? Tell well, me. I opened the door today, <laughs> and it's not going to sound like it's freaking me out, but Heidi had an umbrella standing by the door, and whenever I opened the door right. and came into the breezeway, out. Yeah, umbrella, it kind of oh no! like Was brushed it, on my arm, it, and all the and lights were out in there. Right? No, I, I just I stopped, <laughs> and I turned real quick at it like, what was that? Oh, Something was, brushed by me. You thought it was somebody? Well, I, I thought I was just outside and I was thinking about this critter that was in my barn oh, and just right. like hoping That's that there right. wasn't I another was one. I was going to ask you about that. There's like the possessed critter in the barn and things I, brushing by you in the closets and wow. You must this, have freaked out a little bit. I today. did. I mean, th- this critter and he scared me too and I just he was like hissing and growling at you. Yeah, I was. I, I walked out <laughs> to the barn and I could hear the skunk and I was like, there is no way I'm allowing skunk. a skunk inside that. But I, sc- I smelled skunk. It was a possum. Mm, it was a possessed possum. It was maybe a possessed possum. I'm sure. So I just. It was barking at you? Closed it. No, it did was like a guttural growl. I. I never really saw more than just its nose. It actually looked like a raccoon to me, from what I saw. But all I saw was like half a face. Yeah. And just it was saying, "Stay out of my barn," even though it's much, your barn. Pretty much. And you just ran away with your tail between your legs. No, I closed up the barn <laughs> and I went inside <laughs> and I got my pellet rifle oh, and I'm oh. like, Whew. "Now you're gonna do something bad." Yeah. Well, this is, I'm like, this is as close as I get to being a soldier. <laughs> you know, I'm like. Went out there. Well, how do you know it wouldn't just have left on its own? Well, because later on, I went up into the barn, and there was like a, a nest almost. Like, it was starting to build something. What kind of nest? You can see it whenever you come over. It's like straw moved around. Like, it was getting comfy for, yeah. I don't know, the winter, or it was pregnant or something. And I smelled skunk. So maybe it had just recently been in a battle with a skunk. Went out later and took a flashlight. It wasn't in the where it was. It wasn't upstairs. I couldn't find it. Right. And I went to Cali, and on like right as I was coming back to Cali, Heidi asked me if I had found it and just like thrown it in the woods beside the barn. I don't think so. Her bikini small, heels tall. She said she liked. The ocean. Yeah, that's not music. That's garbage. Well, that's as close to, that I got to uh, being a soldier. But these these next guys are definitely much much closer than me. They're called Fourth Quarter. Right. Like I said, it's pronounced Fourth Quarter, but it's spelled Four T H two Five. Yeah, exactly yeah, right. So cool. it's a it's a football reference. Right. And uh, it was really started because these guys in Iraq. Um, uh, the, the, the album title was called Live From Iraq. They were like, they would get together and, and jam stuff, right, at first? Right, they, they, could. Just they just had some, music like, guitars and they and had stuff, recording maybe. equipment. Right, and then one day Sergeant uh, Green came in on one Friday. He's like, what are you guys doing? We're in the fourth quarter. We're approaching the two-minute warning. Oh, okay, so and that's And they, they just kind of, like, okay. took that vibe and was like, that's you know, where they fourth, come up quarter. fourth quarter. The song is the deployment. Okay. So whenever I heard of these guys, I went out to CD Baby, and I'm like, oh, I got to get it. But, but they're what's sold the name out. of the CD? Live from Iraq. Oh, okay. 
So I go out to CD Baby and they're sold out of the album. And I'm like, oh, geez. So I listen to their <coughs> samples and I, I, I like them all. But again, explicit stuff, not for everybody in the audience. Um, and it's, okay. it's just, you know, really good. And I'm like, well, I got to get a hold of it. And I contacted Big Neil, who's the brains behind Fourth Quarter. Um, he's basically the, the lead vocalist that you hear. Uh, he works with four or five other people. You can see their band sure. on uh, fourth25.com. <coughs> Okay. Uh, so I just asked him, I'm like, hey, are any of your, all of your songs pod safe? And he's like, yeah, go ahead. So I went to iTunes, and I bought the first track off the album and started playing down. Well, by the time I got to the first track on the album, I'm like, this is good. You know, it's called Deployment. Okay, let's so, check it out. All right. Fourth quarter. Deployment. From Live from Iraq. Be alone, cause my comrades is going through it. Adding gas to the flame. 
ain't no one like it is isn't fair What really pissed me off the most is half my country didn't even care Quarter with the deployment from their live in Iraq uh, CD. That was uh, pretty funky stuff there, Kev. What do you say? Yeah, I, I like it a lot. That's why whenever I heard that, I'm like, you know what? I can't pass it up. So as you heard, I had to had to do a little little thing here and there just to, to right. keep it listenable to a broader audience. But obviously, the track you buy off of iTunes right. is not going to sound like that. Those subtle ad- adjustments, but. Right. Uh, right. Yeah, go check them out online though too, because Big Neil was offering a, a series of of six shirts, and and the shirts are, are by an artist or a painter, Uli Scherschmidt, and it's a story of two pilots <coughs> who make a vow to each other: if if one is ever shot down, that the second one w- would go and rescue. Right. And, and they actually had to put the the vow to the test. Mm. And I don't know any more about the story than that, but it's supposedly six paintings, and I just think that the story of of that happening, and I want, it's very interesting to see how they come out right. in, in T-shirts. So, Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah. Check that out. It's called Put Your Money Where Your Mouth Is. Tell me what you did, the, what the, uh, the best thing that you did while I was gone. Let's see, you were gone for what, a week? Mm-mm. Four days? Basically four days. Well, I'm pretty close to finishing up the CD. Oh, very nice. I have One just, track, one I vocal have track? I just one backing vocal track left to do on one song jeez so you did 20 vocal tracks so far yes nice and uh there'll be 21 in total there's three part vocals in each song main vocal and a couple backups so three part harmonies and stuff <laughs> i'm still wearing the same shoes i bought back in 1968 tell me a story is it a good story it's, it's related to the next artist we're going to play. Oh, it's got nothing to do with you? No, I was there. Oh. 
Right. I, I went to LA and Dread Days are from LA. Uh, so I, I looked online. I'm like, oh, Dread Days has a show. I wrote down like the date and the time. It was at the Dread. <laughs> and your nice little organizer. Let me go scorch these guys and see if I can't talk to them. Right. So, and you know. look at me and go, who is this guy? So they were playing at the Dragonfly down who on Santa Monica Boulevard. So me and Dada, who we drove down. Guy? And it must have you know been jet lag is what. Oh, made it was the whole lag. experience not quite right because oh. we got to the door, you know, and it was supposedly and a free they show. And they looked at you and they said, and, "Who is this guy?" Well, walking up to the bar, I knew something was up because there were two greeters. There was the the bouncer, right, and then there was a greeter wearing her pajamas. Oh, really? Yes. And so we went inside and. Uh, the, the other woman who was wearing her pajamas, but they didn't look very comfortable because they were made out of leather. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And uh, she said, $15. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Before I give you money, I'm like, I just want to make sure, is Dread Days playing tonight? And she looked at me like I had both of my eyebrows pierced. Really? Be- yeah. She's like, no. I'm like, you don't have a reggae live band. And they're like, no, it must have been yesterday because we have most of our reggae bands yesterday so we're like okay so we basically just turned around and walked out and we're like well that shows no good yeah later on we get back and we check uh, their myspace page right and see that the show was actually tomorrow but we already had a house party planned for Uh tomorrow so we couldn't go we went to a new year's eve do-over okay where i met juan carlos okay cool yeah, and so we, we, we missed their show. We were there a day early, but we already had something planned for Saturday. So Dread Days is a six-member band from Los Angeles. Uh, they've had uh, you know about 30 plays on the Podsafe Music Network, and okay. I, I think whenever you hear, you'll they're, uh, have an influence like Black Eyed Peas. I think they actually even have a song where uh, Taboo from Black Eyed Peas plays with them. Oh, really? Which I think is really cool. Yeah, that's, that's all right. Uh, but their lead singer was born in New York, Raised in Jamaica, okay. Kingston, Jamaica, All right. where he learned the appreciation for reggae and okay. does it very well. Well, like let's take a listen. This is one drop from Dread Days. One love, one word, one 
like a patagos too. Papa men The man J.E. Wah. The man Dano. Wah. The man Chris. What? What I want? The man Bingo was the man Dread Bears. The most. We like to up the course. The West Coast, no most. Wah. For some reason, I wasn't able to find uh, CDs for them, like where you could purchase their okay. CDs. But they sell T-shirts. Um, go to their website, uh, email, uh, e- email them, and uh, they'll give you information. What's their website? Uh, their website is dreaddays.com. Okay. Uh, they also have dreaddaysworld.com. I-, I showed Dada, who, like I said, owns probably, I'm gonna say. Like eight or ten thousand albums. Wow, including vinyl right, albums. Right. Those aren't just CDs. Those right. are vinyl albums. He's got a little forty fives and stuff too. Sure. I'm sure he used to be a wedding DJ. <laughs> That's nothing. I, I had to get up four times last night. <laughs> I, I introduced him to music that he didn't know, and it, actually, Dread Days was was one of the artists. I introduced him to a rabbi who plays reggae. So we were in like a major reggae hip-hop um, vibe down sure. there. Okay. We were playing Tribe Called Quest whenever we were driving from bar to bar. We had devised a 60-mile, six-pub, seven-hour, beach-to-beach brewery pub crawl <laughs> where each one was spaced about 10 to 12 miles apart. Okay. We'd go in, we'd sit down, we'd you know, order a, a pint each, Finish our pint, move on. And it was funny because each one started like first one was two bucks, then it was three bucks, then it was three fifty, and then it was three seventy five, and then it was four. Really? And the last one was like three fifty again or something like that. But they kept getting better, and the and the breweries kept getting better. Yeah. And we had only actually planned to do four. While we were in the fourth one, we called information to get the address for the fifth one. And while we were in the fifth one, we called his sister to get the address to the sixth. It was. That's pretty well, crazy. It was quite. A, it was an ad hoc bar. Yeah, that's pretty insane, crawl. actually. 
I have never seen bone fragments like this before. So, uh, out in California, besides partying, somewhat unplanned brewery uh, visits, did you do anything else exciting while you were there? Did you do any hiking? Yeah, actually, we did. Did you? Uh, I, we drove about 45 minutes from his apartment, and uh, we went to Mount Wilson. Okay. Which is about I like... I don't know where Mount Wilson is, but okay. It's 5,715 feet or something above okay, sea level. Okay, so it's like a mile up. Yeah, and we dropped down about 1,800 feet and then hiked back up it. Okay. So it ended up being about a five-mile hike. Winter hiking, I was in short sleeves. Really? It was, it was cool. I mean, there was no snow or anything. But it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, about five miles, and I had to switch back, is yeah. what made it so hard because it was it was pretty steep. Yeah, and it was a lot of fun. I also fell asleep during Ghostbusters. We went to a twelve o'clock screening of Ghostbusters. Who are you gonna call? You know, how about your first car? My first car. What was, was your first car? My first car cost me four hundred dollars. It was a nineteen sixty nine Oldsmobile Cutlass. Oh, very nice. Three fifty four barrel dual exhaust. Well, that's nice. When I bought it, it had like 120-some thousand miles on it. It burned a little bit of oil, but it still sure. had some life left to it, you know? How many miles did you put on it? I probably had the car about a year and a half, okay. and, and I probably put 20,000 on it maybe. Not right. a whole lot, but, I mean, what do you want for 400 bucks? Yeah, and this was like 1980? This was like 1981. Okay. So it was like 12 years old when I bought it, you know? It, it had seen its better days. What was your favorite thing about it? It was my first car. Oh, right. You know, Everybody loved the first Plus, car. Plus, like I said, it had yeah. a little bit of, it had some horses under the hood, you know. Yeah. Some would call that power. Yeah. But I would probably have to say that the, my favorite car that I've ever driven, and I've owned two of them, have been uh, Monte Carlo SS's. Okay. The Super Sports? Yeah. Yeah. Those that, are nice. That's a nice ride. Those are a nice ride. It's nice. It's nice where. When you just kind of mellow with it, it's a nice ride car, but it's enough of a car there that when, right. when you get on it and get with it, it performs good. You yeah. Know? I, I didn't like where the Monte Carlos went for a yeah. little bit, but I saw, I was just down. Do you like the new it, ones? I was down at the LA Auto Show. Yeah. And they, they had the, the models down there. Right. And I do like where they're, where they're coming back with them. Right. And they at also first, had a Camaro, at a first, concept when car. When I first saw the new model of the Monte Carlo, I was like, eh, I don't know mm. if I like it. At first I did it. Yeah, but I think it kind of grew on me, and I like them now. Someday, will I own one again? Maybe I don't know that model. I don't know. Oh, okay. I but I I do like the '80s model, the mid '80s, because yeah. I owned an '85 and an '86. Like, that's my favorite model type. My first car was a '41 Buick, and paid 900 bucks for it. Bad. They don't make them like that anymore. Anything ever happened to you on uh, in boot camp? To me personally? Yeah. No, not personally. Well, you got anything good about somebody else? I I did see quite a few things that, thinking back on it now, it made me laugh. What'd you see? But then it was like, wow, <laughs> you know. But I think we did laugh about it then. But this one guy, I don't remember his name. That's but nice. You laugh I, about him, but you don't I remember don't. his name. I honestly don't, and I'm sure. I mean, there's very few guys that I remember their names. Sure. Camp. I do remember this one particular incident. This one guy. It was like maybe the first night or the second night there, and you have, they just have you in such fast motion that it's it's really hard to really. Right. They're relax always changing your schedule. Yeah, it's not something even like you get a there. chance to relax. Even it's just like. You know, even when go, you're go, sleeping, go. you're not really sleeping. You know, your body's still kind of like. Okay. Right. You're all ready for that revelation yeah, jump do? up, and then you got four minutes to anyways, get out. Down you know, in you formation. had some ridiculous amount of time, like 
you know, you had like eight minutes to take a shower and shave and get dressed and be back down in <laughs> formation. Something like that. And I'm not, I'm not, you know. That's crazy. Embellishing. Did they have enough stalls for every oh, single yeah. person? Okay. Yeah. Great. You know, it's just a big long mirror and like 20 sinks. Yeah. Of course. Boom, boom, you know? One for each person at least. Or two guys in yeah. one sink. Yeah. Shaving. This <laughs> one guy just obviously was just shaving too fast. No. Oh. Just. All straight edge razors no, or like a disposable no, kind of disposable, one? Disposable, you know. But I mean, if but you're he not dug careful, it in there. I mean, he took, he oh, took out a chunk. Sw- he took out some real estate, brother. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> was it bad? Did it, it bleed? Was bad. It bled. It bled good. You oh know, it wasn't gosh. vain or anything, but it was bleeding good. But well, anyway. You can't stop that bleeding know, in eight minutes. <laughs> you, I know. But here's the thing. This particular time, we weren't going back outside fully dressed. Okay. We were going to t shirts and gym shorts. And going in like the day room. Okay. You know? Or was, you were gonna later arm wrestle? In, no, it was later in the evening. I think it was like mail call or whatever. And, and okay. Just, you know. But anyways. So he, he lays open his neck of with, course. His, with his razor, you know? And <laughs> it should have been. It should have been, right? So he gets dressed like like nothing's happening. Like it's just something, you know, a little, little toilet paper will fix. <laughs> Yeah, you know? yeah, you you nicked a pock. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pimple you cut. Yeah. No, it was your jugular, dude. <laughs> so he gets all dressed and, and we're all in the day room, you know. We're all a bunch of us are like, wow, man, you know, I don't, you know, we're trying to tell him you need to get that thing looked at. Sure. Right now. No, so, I don't know. So, anyways, that. to make the long story somewhat short, we all assemble into the day room. And what he, did he put on it? Did <laughs> he have anything on? No, it? here's here's the part. He comes into the day room and we all got we all got like our squadron was like white t-shirts with leather. Oh yeah. And his I can just see it. He's got red down in through his armpit. Yeah, his was red, just like just Yeah. And and the guy, the drill instructor was like he almost flipped out when he saw it, you know. He goes over there and he was like you know, and he was he was giving him a hard time, but at the same time he was like Dude, we gotta get yeah, you to the net. Yeah, he got him out yeah. and you know they Basically, they just caused it up and stuff. Yeah, I mean, what else can you do? Slap some Vaseline in there. Go get it, Rocky! No, it wasn't like a cut that you would stitch. It wasn't that kind. It was like the skin. Just all just meat. Yeah, you know, it was one of those odd injuries, you know, but it bled like a stuck pig, brother. Yeah, I'm sure. Woo! Yeah. Well, that makes me a little uneasy. I don't like that. Let me finish the story. (laughs) Seven weeks later... A graduation? When it's graduation time, he still got this big old scab on his neck about, you know, three inches long, <laughs> half an inch wide, just uh, months in the hill. Did it, I'm sure that had to have um, hurt his behavior or his performance. Yeah. because Maybe it, not his was, behavior. He was probably was like, all, I don't want to get hurt no more. Don't he was always all stitched up. Yeah. Yeah, it's real fun whenever weeks. you got to do push-ups in the sand. Yeah. Yeah, no, we didn't have to do push-ups in the sand. Oh, didn't? It was like in a parking lot. I would, I would get beat. I, I would be the guy with the. They the, can't beat you, man. They yeah. can't touch you. They put the the soap inside their towels. Yeah. And they oh, you mean the other guys in the squadron? Yeah. Oh wow, that. I, yeah. You know. It's fair game there. That's always a possibility. That's <laughs> always a possibility. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah. So. <laughs> By the way, that's lights from Las Vegas. Okay. No plastic inside, just right. in case you were wondering. We had one guy that was in the, my group flight, was from Jamaica. They you singled like him reggae. out, I think, unfairly. Oh, you think? Well, and he talked different, know. too. Yeah. yeah. But you know what they did? They got him some drumsticks. 
Like every day when they'd give us mail, he'd always be like in the corner just kicking out some nice rhythms with just like on his, you know? Okay. And obviously they, they recognize it, you know? So like maybe a week in or whatever, they gave him a pair of drumsticks and the guy was wicked happy, man. And they used to let him like... <laughs> he was wicked happy. Yeah, I mean, he wow. because what they would let him do is before like... Before it was time for us to he go would up turn into over our dorm, a trash can our dorm just... for the night, they would let him go up to like where the door was, all right. and there was like a cinder block wall on the door, and they would just let him jam for a couple of minutes, you know, <laughs> while we were all in position and stuff. And, wow! And the drill instructor every day you go, okay, go on, get up there and jam for us, <laughs> and the guy would just go off, you know. <laughs> and the, and the drill instructor would be grooving and stuff. But if any of us kind of like got into it, oh yeah, yeah right. <laughs> you know, so it was all just head games, you know. <laughs> and then to see if this guy could take it being singled out. And, yeah. You know, because he was kind of put on the spot a little bit. Kind of put on the spot. Yeah. But I could see where he was thriving in that situation. Yeah, but he liked situation. it. Yeah, that's like, exactly what I mean. Yeah, he so he was, liked it. He was thriving. He was getting attention. Yeah. Not being singled out, but being promoted right. to drum major. Right. So he's already a major. You guys are PFCs. How you like M apples? That pink noise you hear in the background, <laughs> by the way, is Jerry snoring. <laughs> if, you, if you can hear it. Yeah, you can hear it. So the deployment was provided by permission of Big Neil from fourth quarter. But 2020 and One Drop were provided from the Podsafe Music Network. Yeah. You can check the, the bands out at po- okay. music.podshow.com. Sweet. Check them out there. And all this information will be in the show notes. You can see that at swagcast.com. S-C-H-W-A-G-C-A-S-T. Dot com. Dot com. How are the uh, Jakarshans? Are they still with us? Are they still hanging with us, bro? We still have the set of Jakarshans. Excellent. To the folks running the Jakarta clients, <laughs> you hold a special place yeah, in I don't heart. know and, why and I don't know why special. either, but it's cool. I wish everybody would just transfer over to the Jakarta clients. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll have a Jakarshan army. So okay, I, so I, wrap it up. Well, What do you got? You got something to say? I just say got it. something to say. Say it. Say it. Well, well we were in... Uh, in California, Dada and I made a boo boo. A boo boo. Yeah. Aww. We we called. Did up you put some one, uh, back teen on it? No, no, because no. it was a social boo boo. How about a Scooby uh, band aid? It was a social boo boo. Oh, oh, okay. Right, I I called up my friend Poopy and and gave Poopy him a and boo boo. You got problems, bro. All right. Did you name him Poopy? No. That's his real name. Hey, hey, Poopy. Is it a he? Yeah. Well, we, we, we called him and we gave he, him the, the no to fun the show, call. Right? Yeah. So we called him up and we gave him the no Sorry, fun Poopy, call. Sorry, I wasn't some- making the connection there. Hope I didn't show you any disrespect. I'm sure you didn't. You know, I love you, bro. So we have this thing set up where if we invite one of our friends and then he doesn't show, yeah. we give him the, the, uh, the Nancy boy call. And I, on the way back from the house party, Donna called him up. And we gave him the no fun call where we were like, hey, Nancy boy. And we, it's not like we invited him to California. It's not like he was supposed to be there and wasn't. So there was a little social faux pas. So I made sure whenever we were at, uh, we went down to the Pacific Coast Highway and went down to Laguna Beach. I made sure we called him from Laguna Beach as we were throwing the football around, called him up and said, Hey, Ryan, why don't you come on down? We're down at the beach throwing the football around. Come on down. It'll be fun. <laughs> and then he didn't show. So are you thinking you're even now? I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was only how many thousands of miles for him to go to play some catch? 3,000. 3, and I asked him to be there within the hour. <laughs> Did you hear they launched the, uh, the, the Pluto probe today? 
Oh, did they? Yeah. It's going to get past the moon in nine hours. Already past the moon? Hey, what did they find hours. from Stardust? Did you hear anything? No, I didn't hear anything It's going to be a while before they I heard that it. It was, they said it was in pristine condition, so. That's amazing. Yeah. Traveled three billion miles. Yeah. But, I can't fathom. Yeah. But on, onward to the Pluto probe. A thousand men, mutants, and just plain Joes from little moons all over the universe are ready to chase you back to whatever evil world you came from. Yeah, is I, is I it going to be rovers about, on Pluto, or no, is it, it just flying around going to take uh, some photos? I think it launched at 1.30, so it should pass the moon about 10.30 tonight. Can we watch it? I don't know. I should put cameras on it. Yeah. We could see the Pluto probe. And then uh, in about a year, it's going to get to Jupiter, I think. Okay. Yeah, and then what it's going to do, it's going to go into a slingshot orbit. And then pretty much it's going to be in a straight line to Pluto. But by okay. the time it comes out of that slingshot orbit, it's going to be going 47,000 miles an hour. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. So it's going to, and it's going to take. With no friction up there, it right, makes it it's easier. Going to take, and once from that point, it's going to take nine years to get to Pluto. So we're looking about 10 years from now. Wow. They'll be beaming back some, wow. some photos of the. That's great. Pluto in the edge of the Coupier belt. That's great. Kuiper. What did I say? Is it the Kuiper or Kuiper? Mm-hmm. Kuiper? Kuiper belt. That's where Is all the it? asteroids are, yeah. where they found yeah, planets. Yeah, it's like that K. I yeah. don't know if it's Kuiper or Kuiper or Kuiper. whatever it is. So that's, that's uh, amazing. That's kind of cool. I always like to kind of see what's up. <laughs> amazing. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> did you hear that? I, think that I heard that snore. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry's like, let's wrap it up. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Okay. So... That's if all you want to give us any audio feedback, you can send us an email at swagcast at gmail.com or yep. call us up 206-350. iPod. IPOD. 4763. Hey, go on. Get out of here. Leave me alone. Limps into so the let me bathroom. tell you, I go into the bathroom, Kev, and, I, and by this time now, there's blood coming through my sock. More blood. I love this. And I'm like, oh, this is great. Are you going to pass out? No, I'm okay. Are you weak with blood? Are uh, you gonna, uh, I'm like, okay. I'll tell you. I'll warn you if I'm getting a little gray. Is there any chance you're going to throw up or no, pass no, out? No, no chance throwing up. Small chance passing out. <laughs> oh, never mind then. Hey, I can view Rubber Johnny. You can tell okay. me this story. I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. Bye.